All right, podcast, we're here for another session of the Facebook Marketing Ninja. So excited to be here once again. Hope that you guys are having a fantastic year so far. I'm recording this March 6th right now, and um, we're going now towards the end of the first quarter of the year. Wow. All the things that are happening in the world today. Wow. Right. We got the coronavirus. We got um, situations in the stock market, stock market collapsing and seeing swings i mean i can tell you right now that uh i follow the stock market way back when since 2007 uh when it was collapsing and i have never seen anything so wild in my life thousand point swings every every single day so it's pretty incredible uh what's happening right now and it, it's just more evidence as to why you cannot really rely on platforms like that opportunities like that because they are wild erratic and they are not rational they are reactive they are not analytical or scientific and there's um, this whole thing coronavirus has exploded and has caused uh, a massive collapse of the financial system similar to what we went through back in 2008 with the economic meltdown um, we haven't had a crash like that since 2008 pretty incredible to watch what's going on right now anyways we are here talking about things that we can be caused over things that we can have control over and that is our own social media advertising game and that's as good as it gets because in reality you hold your own future uh, in your hands if you're good as a marketer if you're um professional what you do if you continuously strive for being better and learning you continuously are going to get better and better results i was um on a conference uh, a few weeks ago uh, it was a grand cardone conference called the 10x growth con and um, a lot of great speakers a lot of very very important uh impressive people uh, you know, we had people that are at the top of the marketing food uh, food chain like mr brad perscale who's the one responsible for getting Donald Trump elected in 2016. You either love him or you hate him. If you want to get Donald Trump um, elected again, you root for him. If you want to make sure that somebody else um, takes that position, then you don't root for him, right? Um, I'm not going to say anything uh, rougher than that, but he's a digital marketer genius. He was there on stage. He was talking about different things. We had Magic Johnson, the one and only NBA legend, we had uh, other incredible people uh, like, um, wow, uh, Kevin Hart. That was incredible, unexpectedly. Um, such a famous comedian and such a special guy, right? But generally, um, you wouldn't expect to get so much value from him. And, and that was actually quite something, right? So I had him, uh, we, he was speaking. I was in the front row. Uh, it was a great experience. And uh, we had all people like Usher and... Floyd Mayweather, and I think Kevin Hart said something that stuck with me, and I'll share that with you guys uh, now. And it was about um, the the main thing that I saw was that hey, I'm I'm by the way I'm live in Facebook too uh, over here. So if any of you guys that are listening to my podcast right now, because I'm doing a podcast recording right now, if any of you guys are listening to my podcast and want to see me live on Facebook, I'm gonna be doing this on Facebook Live too, and you can jump in. I see Mike McClary. What's up, my man? How's it going, man? Hope that you guys are uh, doing fantastic on your end. Um, but check this out. So, and this is so true. And, and you know, when, when somebody tells you a truth, right? When somebody tells you something that you know is actually 
uh, a truth. It really, really just stands out, right? Because you believe in it and you know and you've actually felt it for a long time. And this is what he says. He says, look, um, people generally, when, um, when um, they see opportunities, the entrepreneur, the successful business owner sees opportunities, right? The, the, the unsuccessful person, the one that has failed time and time again, sees scams, right? And why do they see scams? Well, because they have probably been scammed many times along the way. And also one thing that he explained was that the system was set up for these people to actually fail. And it was not meant for them to succeed in these platforms, in this world, in the system. And, and they don't see opportunities. They stop seeing opportunities. So when they see somebody like me, a uh, social media advertiser, a brand owner, somebody that is really passionate about helping others, when they see me, all they see is somebody that might want to get money from them. They don't see that um, I might want to have a real desire to help somebody else. They don't see that. When I talk to an entrepreneur, when I talk to you guys, um, people that are listening to my podcast, you're jumping on my Facebook lives, on my videos, you're watching my YouTube channel, whatever you're doing, you see opportunities from what I talk about. So it depends on where you are at. The entrepreneur, the business owner, the marketer sees opportunities. Not everything is a scam. Not everything is actually supposed to just take your money. There's actually people that are out there providing value. And that's one thing that I got from that. And it's it's such a truth because, you know, we are just in different spots, right? You get to see people all the time like, oh my God, yeah, you got to just enjoy life because it's short. And oh, here we go. Here's another Facebook guru. Here's another expert in this world. And, and that's all common. People that have failed time and time again, people that have had difficulties uh, in life, uh, they have not been successful in their actions and their endeavors. They t tend to see things as scams and as um, opportunities for wasting your money instead of opportunities for expansion. If you want to expand, you are always looking at opportunities of those things that you can actually leverage to grow and get more attention towards yourself and your brand. And that's just the way it is. Like the example is Facebook Messenger. I saw the opportunity. I saw some people talking about it and I jumped all over it and I've been able to build a massive business that is in no small part being helped by what uh, these opportunities uh, had presented to us, right? Like for example, we have Natural Slim. You guys that are following me, if uh, you're listening to my podcast or watching me on video, you know that I have a brand uh, called Natural Slim. Uh, well, just uh, six years ago, we were in a small little country uh, in Puerto Rico, and uh, we weren't really big, and we were struggling trying to keep it uh, going in the right direction. And now today, we have a powerhouse brand. Um, we generate hundreds of thousands of new subscribers across social channels, including YouTube, every single month. We're generating about 35 million views every single month across social channels. And we have now nine countries and Messenger is our platform. ManyChat has been our platform that I discovered because I was looking for opportunities to be able to actually bring more attention towards our, our business. So if we need more business, I press a few buttons and I bring people into our business so we can service them. So it does work. All right. So that leads me to what the subject of today is. And I'm going to continuously figure out how to provide value to you guys. For those of you guys that are looking for opportunities, those of you that are trying to 
keep your eyes open as to what's happening today and that you're willing to actually jump all over what these opportunities are and do something about it and not be in agreement with what the world is saying that everything is a scam meant to take your money. That's the difference between a loser and a winner. As simple as that, all right? So what I'm going to talk to you guys about today is one of those opportunities. And I have talked about this before, but I want to cover the subject of digital audiences. By digital, what do we mean? Facebook, Instagram, uh, Google, uh, LinkedIn, um, uh, all these platforms, YouTube, etc. They are digital, right? Traditional advertising, traditional platforms are newspapers, magazines, radio, books, um, all those things that we've come to know for hundreds of years, right? Uh, so on digital, the thing that people still don't understand, because I, I do a lot of seminars, I do a lot of uh, presentations to new people and to people that are already seasoned in this whole world. And generally, I see one common fact. And what I get to see a lot is that people don't really understand how this whole thing works. They don't really get it. Now, if you look at what I have been able to do successfully. I have done quite a bit. Uh, I was doing a Facebook ad the other day because I do a lot of ads. I walk the talk, guys, right? I mean, I invest a lot of money on Facebook advertising. If you guys are curious about what I'm running as an ad and what I'm investing my energy in, our own heart, sweat, blood, and tears, um, you can actually find out. If guys, if you guys didn't know that, you can discover what anybody else is running on social media by simply going to Google and typing in uh, Facebook ad a library, and then you can search for Manuel Suarez, see my Facebook page, and you'll be able to see all the ads that were always running across social media. As simple as that. If you want to find out if somebody's actually doing something with their own social, it's all public information because Facebook has made it public because of the whole data scandal that they've gone through over the last couple of years. So what I do right now is that I'm pushing out my best content for free, and I'm investing a lot of money and energy into getting it seen by people as much as possible, and I'm building the systems in place. I push out my podcast, uh, my seminars, my, my webinars, my videos, my trainings, uh, my rants, my motivational speeches, anything that I do, I just I push it out as much as I can to get it uh, to be seen by as much people as possible. Why am I doing that? Because I am Mother Teresa version two? Um, no. Now, this is the truth. I really have a passion for helping. I really do like creating that effect. It's my, you could say that it's my selfishness that I, I really enjoy creating an effect on somebody else. I feel good about myself when I'm able to provide a video, a webinar, a seminar and I see people's mindset changing and when I see them actually transform the way they operate and be more causative and be more oh I can do this too when I see that I feel better about myself so I invest energy that I make every single day with my agency of over 60 staff and incredible people and all the accounts that we manage I invest energy in getting that content seen by the world because I do care about that what people don't understand is what we're going to talk about today, which is what's happening when I am building these audiences. You might be wondering, depending on where you are at as a Facebook marketer, as a social media marketer, you might be wondering at this point, well, what do you mean by building audiences? Whenever you push something out there on social media, whether you push something on Instagram or on Facebook, 
whether you do a Facebook Live, you do a video, you post an image with a quote, or you do an article, or you promote a podcast, no matter what you do, people that are consuming that content, no matter how much or for how long, or if they quickly glance through it, or if they consume the whole thing, these people are actually being stored and we are accumulating digital footprints and audiences are being built along the way. That's the beauty of this whole social media world, that nothing gets forgotten. Here's a comparison that I'm going to make, a very simple analogy. If somebody buys a book on Amazon or on Barnes and Nobles, uh, in any of these traditional places, if they buy a book, that's it. You, as an individual marketer, as a brand, you have no clue what happens after that person buys that book. It's all a guess by anybody. Many times, you will be surprised, the great majority of people that buy books, they actually do not themselves read that book ever. It just stays there, accumulating dust. And you think you have somebody that bought a book and is reading it, but you don't really know. You don't have that data science in place. And because of that, it's very difficult to build an audience because you, you would say to somebody, hey, I want to thank you for reading my book. You cannot really say that because the fact that they bought the book does not mean at all that they actually read that book. Buying a book and reading a book are two very different things. On, on social media, if you send out an article, or if you post a video, you know exactly if somebody bought a book, read it, went through it, what page they got to, how many pages they read, for how long, and you have all that data, all of it. On video, you know if somebody saw it for three seconds, for a minute, for five minutes, the whole thing, or only 25% of it. All that data is there. And because of that, you have the ability to build an audience on social media like you've never had before. If you ask me, after millions of dollars on Facebook advertising, probably about $25 million by now in the last several years, invested on social media advertising, after handling the accounts for incredible people like the one and only Dr. Eric Berg, making Natural Slim a worldwide phenomenon, and my dad, Frank Suarez, an international superstar on social media, helping people like Grant Cardone, Damon John, uh, helping uh, all these incredible brands, including public corporations. Trust me, I have a lot of data. The one successful strategy that supersedes, that is higher, senior, and more important than anything else, is building audiences on social media. Direct response marketing is not successful on social media. And I can tell you that from all the accounts that we've actually managed over the years, which are hundreds of them, and AGM marketing, by the way, if you don't know what AGM stands for, it's attention grabbing media, is the name of my agency. If you look at all the accounts that I have actually succeeded with and all the accounts that I have failed with, there's one difference between them two, all right? One of them, one difference that stands out. The ones that succeeded, we were able to build audiences because we provided value. And I'll explain that to you over the next few minutes. The ones that we have failed, we're trying to sell, 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 and never provided AGM with content 
to send to the world so we can build audiences. And that is the one major factor that differentiates between a successful campaign and a failing campaign. On social media, you cannot handle things the way that you would handle on Google or on traditional. When somebody goes to google.com and they're looking for a dentist, they already have a problem that they need to resolve right now. So a social media lead or social media person is very different than a Google lead or person. The Google one is already ready to jump on board. And if you were lucky enough to have Google show you to them, then you win because these people are ready to get whatever service that you offer because they're looking for an answer to a problem. On social media, it's a whole different story. There's no such thing as the, the Facebook audiences are trash, the Google audiences are trash. It's what you do with them. Guys, do you realize that it's the same people? The people on Google are also on social media. It's exactly the same thing. Actually, there's the numbers, right? And the numbers don't lie, like they say. 77% of the U.S. population is actively on Facebook. Over 60% is actively on YouTube. People search for things on, on Google when they're looking for answers. Everybody's on Amazon, right? So because of that, you have numbers that don't lie. A lead is different depending on where it's coming from. The social media strategy that is above everything else is the process of building audiences. And the way you build audiences is by providing value. What I did for Dr. Berg several years ago was that I took his incredible content and I got it seen by people all over the world. If you do not know who Dr. Berg is, there's a very trendy diet called the ketogenic diet. Dr. Berg is at the top of the ketogenic mountain. He's one of the top educators with close to 4 million subscribers on YouTube and a million followers on Facebook. And we have a great brand. We have helped him build this brand because we grabbed his content and we got it seen by the world. And then we start building audiences, people that watch the videos, people that visit the websites, people that send us messages, people that, uh, and the list goes on and on and on. So I'm going to break it down for you guys today. But if you want to succeed, if you're watching this Facebook live, which I have a lot of you guys here right now, if you're listening to this podcast, which I know is a lot of you guys that are also listening to my podcast, um, then you know that there's a path to success and there's a path to failure. And those are two very different paths with the same tool, right? Because just like uh, there's people that talk about this all the time, but um, if, if, uh, if I have the cell phone device, like an iPhone 11 Max, right, which is the phone that I use, and I give it to my, my nine-year-old, he knows how to play games with it. Does he know how to produce with it? He doesn't. Now, I don't know how to play games with it because I don't play games, but I know how to produce with it. So the same tool can be used in different ways. I can use it for success and expansion, or I can use it to waste my time. So it really depends. If you guys look at that, it's not the tool itself, it's the person that's actually running. It's like, historically, horse races, right? It's not necessarily always about the horse. It's about the jockey, whoever is riding that horse. So you gotta be willing to actually use a tool correctly. And social media is used incorrectly by most people across the world. It's literally just, being a wrong application of the platform. The way that you do it on social media, and let me just quickly differentiate this process. On social media, when you have a personal profile, you have no ability to build an audience. You absolutely don't. 
if you say I want to build my audience of people using my own Facebook profile that has a limit of 5,000 people well you're doing it wrong because you are not going to accumulate audiences of people because a Facebook profile is not a business a Facebook profile is a personal profile is for one person or individual if you want to build audiences you got to have a Facebook page and if you don't have a Facebook page then you got to create one they're free and you got to go in that direction because this is how you do it you actually going to start creating a content strategy that's going to revolve around videos images articles if you absolutely hate being on video start writing more articles start doing a strategy that you can actually be okay and comfortable with and start getting that going i'm not going to go into that too much today i might do that in a future podcast but there's a lot of ways that you can actually create ideas of content for example if you go to answerthepublic.com i'll give you one um, asset that you can use one tool if you go to answerthepublic.com you will be able to type in some keywords related to your business and get a bunch of ideas as to the questions that people are asking about your brand, about your keywords, about your business. And then all you got to do is structure answers to that questions, to all those questions. There's thousands of options. And now you start creating a content strategy because when you have a content strategy, this is what's going to allow you to build audiences. Social media is no direct response marketing platform. Again, I'll repeat that. Social media is not a platform for direct response marketing. It doesn't really work anymore. It used to back in the day because it was so affordable, but today, if you simply create ads that sell something without actually being able to uh, b build a content strategy first, then you're gonna end up being a failure. And I wanna have you try to avoid that because this is a path that I have seen time and time again. I can tell you that there are very exceptions to these, very few exceptions to this rule. Easily, 99.9% .9 of the people that have gone down direct response marketing over the last year or two on social media have failed. The 0.1% that have succeeded, they have succeeded because they have a product that is so darn special and unique that people are absolutely loving it. If you don't have a product that is absolutely unique and wanted by the world, then that's not what you need to do on this platform. And, and most generally, you are not one of those people. Now, don't be romantic about your product. Don't say to yourself, yeah, but my beauty cream is better than every other one. So I'm going to, people are going to be lucky to find me. If you say that, that's also not being rational. And that's just acting on emotion. And that doesn't really work because just like your beauty brand, there's another 1.7 trillion beauty brands out there. No exaggeration. Actually, I am exaggerating. There's a lot of brands out there that are similar to you that also feel they are the best, most organic, imported from Hawaii and Africa and Italy and this or whatever it is. I don't care. Nobody cares. All right. If you have an actual beauty brand, for example, think about it in whatever brand that you have yourself, then it's going to be all about how do you actually differentiate yourself? And the way that you differentiate yourself is by providing value and education about your brand. You can start talking about uh, five simple tips to go organic uh, and how to handle your skin naturally and the effects of um, certain things that you put on your body. And you can start figuring out what value you can provide to the world. And by doing that, you start getting your content strategy going. And that's the main thing about it that is going to allow you to... Um, start accumulating these audiences to repeat the process that Grant Cardone, that I have done, 
that Dr. Berg, that my dad, that all these brands that have successfully done it um, are doing right now and are continuously doing. We don't sell products to people that don't know who we are. We sell products to people that have seen us time and time again. I don't sell services to people. I don't offer services to people that have no idea who I am. Um, good luck trying to find that. Go check it out. I, I am going to challenge you. Go to the Facebook ad library. Go to google.com and search for Facebook ad library. And look at my brand, AGM Marketing, and look at Manuel Suarez. And let me know if you find any ads that are promoting, promoting my agency services. At the same time, we are breaking records month after month after month with our agency services. Why? Because I have provided a lot of value and I have people lined up that want to get my help and I am picking and choosing which ones I get to deliver services to. I walk the talk. It works. So the audiences on Facebook are divided in three distinct audiences. That's it. It's three of them. Now, I have talked about this before, but let me just do a five-minute recap on them and get you on your way so you can start building your own audiences. You got what they call core audience, Facebook's core audience. Now, remember, when I say Facebook, I want you guys to start getting used to it. I'm talking about the Facebook family of apps, which is getting bigger and bigger and bigger. There's Facebook, there's Instagram, there's WhatsApp, there's Messenger, and they continue expanding and adding new placements, right? So there's a Facebook core audience, and a core audience is based on Facebook's data about every single user, what things they like, pages they engage with, uh, pages they, uh, websites that they visit, uh, engagement on the ads, um, message pages, people that message the page, those are all audiences, right, that you can actually accumulate with Facebook's data. That's one important one because you can actually find interest based on uh, what their interaction is. One analogy that they use on this, um, which was given by the, um, the lead algorithm um, executive for Facebook, he talked about how do they decide what to serve to people? Well, it's almost like if you went to a, um, to a restaurant and you've been married to your wife for 15 years, like, like me, right? I just turned 14 years uh, a month ago of marriage. I know because of my long-term relationship with her, what things she likes to eat, what things she doesn't like to eat, and what things she likes to drink, etc. right? So because of that experience, I can sit down and she calls me and she says, uh, baby, um, I'm not going to make it on time. I need you to order. You know what I like. Just go ahead and order for me. And I grab the menu and I'm like, mm, okay, I do know what she likes. I'm going to get her a lentil soup. I'm going to also get her a Caesar salad uh, with chicken and no croutons. And then I'm going to get her a sparkling water. Let me do per year because she likes that more than the other ones. And, and then I use that data because I have the experience of working with her. The algorithm on Facebook works the same way. It accumulates that data throughout the years of relationship with you and it serves you more of that. So that data is accumulated and is given to us, the advertisers, and we can use it to find these people. And that's segmented into a million things. Things you like, your statuses, are you divorced or single? Do you have kids? Um, do you visit certain pages? Do you like animals? Do you actually uh, are a humanitarian yourself? And um, are you a Republican? Are you a Democrat? Uh, they have all this data and they use it to help you um, get served things that they know that generally you're going to like. Think about it. If you guys open up Facebook, 
you're not going to be seeing things that you don't like. Generally, I don't see things that are unrelated to business, right? For example, I never get makeup. I never get design. I never get any things that I actually have no interest in because they know what I like. So that data as an advertiser, you have access to it and it's a world. If you have no idea what I'm talking about, you got to start learning about it. All right. So if you go to business.facebook.com, you can set up your business manager and start engaging with that platform, which is so powerful, which I used to call it a billion dollar software that has been given access. You've been given access to for free. All right. So then that's very powerful and you can actually use that platform to learn. Now, I do have a series of trainings if you guys need to get started with it, depending on where you're at. If you go to manuelsuarez.com forward slash mini course or mini courses, you can just test them both out. One of them is going to get you to messenger. The other one is going to get you to a page. Then you're going to be able to get some of these basic trainings done. Uh, if you need to get started, a lot of you guys are already like way deeper into that world, right? So I'm just giving you the data so, so it can be fresh. That is what they call the Facebook core audience data, the core data. And that data, the Facebook core data is actually so valuable because you can use it to find new audiences and try to get that content at what they call the top of the funnel seen by people that might be interested in what you have to offer at the bottom of the funnel. All right. It's a funnel, right? At the top, you want to try to find new audiences. And at the bottom, you want to try to sell to those audiences that you have built along the way. Core audience. There's another one, which is um, one that is very underutilized. This is a separate audience, right? And that one is called the Facebook custom audiences, custom audiences. Why are they called custom? Because they're made by you. These are your audiences. You can have your email list uploaded to Facebook and have Facebook find them. You can have your phone number list uploaded to Facebook and have Facebook talk to them. You can have your website visitors and have Facebook talk to them again. Best purchasers, same thing. You can have uh, the um, people that have messaged your page. Here's my favorite one. Are you ready for this? This is my favorite custom audience in the world. If you ask me that I have to choose one audience only and stick with it and not do anything else, this is the one that I will stick with to the end of the world. Video watcher audience. For example, you. If you're here watching this video right now, then I am building an audience of you. You're going to go into a bucket and that bucket is going to get retargeted and I'm going to keep on putting content in front of you. And one day when I'm trying to promote a webinar, when I'm trying to promote a new service or a new product, you're going to get retargeted. Why? Because you have been watching my content and you're here. And by this time, which we are 31 minutes into this particular podcast, you are so valuable because you're here after half an hour, you are a gold mine. And I know that data. People that sit down with me and listen to me for half an hour, even though I could be super annoying sometimes, you are gold, as valuable as the brick gold bar, right? I'm building you as an audience. And what I'm doing with that audience is that I'm actually offering you products. If you think about, again, Dr. Berg, uh, then you... I want you to know, no surprise, the people that I actually sell things to, the Dr. Berg that we spend a lot of money selling things to, and Dr. Berg sells millions of dollars in products every single month. We are selling to people that are consuming his content, that are watching his videos. And this is my favorite audience. If you want to get these audiences set up, it's very simple. If you have no idea, right? 
If you are familiar with the business manager, then you know where, but if you're not, well, all you gotta do is go to business.facebook.com and then do a drop down menu and select audiences. And there you are adding your audiences. You can add your custom audiences, upload your email list, upload your phone numbers. You can upload your offline purchasers. If you have a list of your customers, you can put it on Facebook with emails and phone numbers. And guys, this works across the entire world. All right. Phone numbers and emails are searchable on the Facebook platform. And because the advent of things like Facebook messenger, most of us have done a great job of providing our phone numbers. And I mean a great job because Facebook do, does a good job of this. We have given our phone numbers and our email addresses to Facebook. So when you upload a list, they match the user with that particular email address and phone number, and you can retarget them. So at the audience section, you can build your video watchers audience for a Facebook page. You can build your email list to, so you can retarget them. You can build your phone number list. So you can also retarget them, your best customers. And the list goes on and on. It's pretty endless. Let's say that you have a great Instagram business profile. Let's say that you have a great, great profile, right? And you have an actual um, Instagram page that has a lot of engagement. Well, first of all, here's a question. Do you have a business profile or do you have a personal profile? If you have a personal profile on Instagram, then you're in trouble because you're not going to be able to build an audience. It's very simple. You go to your Instagram platform, you go to your settings, and then you switch to a business profile. And now you can start accumulating audiences on Instagram too. And now you can go to the Facebook business manager, go to audiences and create a new audience of Instagram engaged profile users and start retargeting these guys on Facebook and Instagram and all over the place. And that is the beauty of what this platform can do for you. So that's all done in the audience section. So you got to just get started. Don't get overwhelmed, right? Because I have been working on this particular area for many, many years and I never stopped learning about it. And I never saw looking at new things that I can actually improve in that particular area. So just get started, build your first audience, grab your email list and plug it on Facebook, create an ad to say like, Hey, I want to thank you for being part of my list. Uh, here's extra content for you so I can keep you in the loop as to what's going on with my brand. And I love you very much. My customers are my favorite people in the universe. And I want to thank you for trusting in my brand. Communicate with these guys, show them that you care. In case you didn't know this in the traditional business world, 80% of all revenue is from existing customers. 20% is new customers. Why are any of you guys, whether e-commerce service, brick and mortar, why are you not paying attention to your existing customers more? Why are you abandoning them when they are your bread and butter? Facebook and Instagram are the perfect world to keep these people interacting with your brand and keep them connected. So when you are having a new offer sent out, they're more receptive to it. They listen to it and they actually are opting into whatever you have to offer because they trust you. They believe in you. If you don't nurture them, if you don't continue communicating to them, if you don't provide value, then you lose them. All right. They don't buy things from you. They stop buying from you. Right. If, if you guys think about it, anybody, anybody that has been on your inbox selling, 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 you have gone blind to, you don't care about it anymore. You don't even open up their emails. Now, if you have somebody that has been providing value, that's what I try to do. If you're in my email list, which you can easily sign up for on allstars.com, I provide value every day. I rarely sell anything. 
rarely sell. For every 25 value messages, I maybe offer a free consultation or come and get a consultation for your business or do a webinar or something. Maybe for every 50 things that I do or 100, I send out a promotional message. That's the long-term strategy. And if you look at my statistics, I have an uptrending, exploding agency overall because I have stuck to this particular philosophy for years now. So that's the second audience, right? That's what they call the custom audience. And I just told you a little bit about it just to get you started so you can get going. The third and final audience, which is not the less important, the least important one, is what they call a lookalike audience. A lookalike you might have heard about this. You might have seen it. You might have applied it yourself already. If you're a Facebook marketer, you know what I'm talking about. A lookalike audience is actually created from a source audience, from a source custom audience that you have given to Facebook. For example, if I give a list to my top 1,000 customers at AGM, the ones that bought my Facebook master's course, and I give it to Facebook, I can say, Facebook, Here's a list of my 1,000 paying Facebook master students. Can you please help me find an audience that is similar to these people? What Facebook does is that they grab that data and they look at the phone numbers and the emails, and then they look individually at every single user in that entire list, and they find six common traits between all of them, and then they help you find an audience of millions of people with six common traits to that entire list. Age demographics, income levels, um, interests, business interests, whatever it is, and then they help you put them on a single group that now you can target with your ads. This magic, all of it happens inside the Facebook Business Manager. Lookalike audiences has been my number one source for creating top of the funnel audiences, meaning people that don't know who I am. So again, I'll repeat that point because I talked about Facebook's core data, custom audiences and lookalike audiences, all right? The Facebook's core data is a great, great tool and it's a great asset, but it's not as valuable from my experience as a lookalike audience because they are both meant for top of the funnel. For Facebook's core data, you use it to find people that are interested. Facebook lookalike audiences, you use it to find people that are interested. What I have seen throughout years and millions of dollars spent in advertising is that the Facebook lookalike audience overtakes in a big way the Facebook's core data because they do a great job of matching that audience with your existing customer base or your existing favorite list. So there's many things that you can do with a lookalike audience. You can create a lookalike audience of people that message your page, a lookalike audience of your website visitors, a lookalike audience of your best purchasers, a lookalike audience of your best customers, for example, that you service yourself every day, a lookalike audience of your most engaged fans and video watchers and things like that. When you have a custom audience, you can create a lookalike audience of them, all right? When you have that audience, you can use it to find new top of the funnel audiences that you can now bring to this funnel. So it becomes a journey, top of the funnel, you're bringing people in that don't know who you are through um, core audience on Facebook, through lookalike audiences. Towards the bottom of the funnel, you are retargeting people that are building those footprints with you. 
that are watching videos that are visiting your website that are engaging with you that are engaged with you and they know who you are already and they can actually accept your offers because you have provided a lot of value to them and that works like magic so if you have this thing in place then you get to win the game if you have not implemented this routine and this system there's a very light, high likelihood that you will fail in the social media game. I want you guys to be set up for that because it's a very simple black and white thing. You build this funnel, you get to win. You do not build this funnel, you generally will lose. Other than that, the other things are secondary and they just basically complement this. Your strategies and content, uh, your overall delivery, the product. Obviously, you have to have good products and services to deliver into the world. If you have them in place, you will generally win, all right? If you have good products and services, then you need to have this funnel in place, and now you can service people. Because if you don't have a product or service, then it doesn't even make sense, right? Because your products are not ready to be sent out to the world. And now you have to fix that point. So again, just to quickly recap, and then I'll jump into uh, with the Facebook peeps and answer any of your questions that you have here. But just to quickly recap what we talked about in this podcast, three types of audiences. You got to create content because you got to provide value because this is not a direct response marketing platform. No longer the case. Free audiences, core audience, custom audiences, lookalike audiences. Core audiences and lookalike audiences are for top of the funnel building. Custom audiences are to keep people engaged, buying things from you and keep them communicating with you and selling them stuff at the bottom of the funnel. There's a lot of the things that you can do with this and it's not complicated and anybody can do so. Just a few, eight years ago, seven, eight years ago, I didn't even know how to type on a keyboard correctly and efficiently. Right now, I am very into the marketing world, as you guys know, and I'm speaking at the biggest stages, including Traffic and Conversion Summit that I'm speaking at the end of the month. Uh, wow, that's coming up. Woof. I'm gonna be talking about e-commerce paid growth hacking strategies. So that's going to be coming up at the end of the month. Maybe some of you guys, I'll see you there. Traffic and Conversion Summit in San Diego, March 31st, 1st and 2nd. I'll put a link on the description if you guys want to click on uh, so you can see if uh, you want to be a part of this particular convention and meet me there because I'm going to have my whole team there. Um, so that's how I actually got to this point. I actually started implementing one step at a time and I got myself to this point that I'm at today. But guess what? I'm just getting started. So I hope that you guys enjoyed today's podcast. Uh, go and get into action. Uh, practice. Don't just dream about it. Don't just get excited and pumped and don't do anything. It defeats the purpose. It defeats the last 42 minutes that we talked about this subject already. I want you to get in there and start getting your feet wet and do something about it. I will see you guys on the next episode of the Facebook Marketing Ninja Podcast.